This podcast was produced by Sean Weston Media. Welcome to episode 25 of the Media Will Eat Itself podcast. It's another season of interviews about how modern professional people work within modern media. Martin Knight joins me for this episode. He's Managing Director of Home, an employee experience agency based in Bristol, where he has so far enjoyed a 28-year career fresh out of college. We discuss many topics, including internal communications, employee engagement, graphic design, leadership, transferable skills, and the benefits of having worked at a single company. I very much hope you enjoy the show. And now, Martin Knight. All right, Martin, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? So my guests usually have a roadmap of career markers that I can draw on to plan each episode. And you may be the first guest on the show who has been incumbent, if, if you will, in your current role for about 28 years. Yeah. So please tell the listeners a little bit more about what seems to be, pardon the pun, your home from home. <laughs> well, you know, technically I'm still on on, on work experience, Sean. Um, you know, <laughs> I joined as a kind of uh, you know, starry-eyed sort of uh, designer from Farmworth College and I met this wonderful woman called Carol Whitworth, who um, she asked me to come in and show me her portfolio. And uh, I came in and, you know, showed it, you know, with with clients there, with with friends there, with all sorts of people. And I was like, oh, God, you know, it was, well, baptism of fire, uh, <laughs> this kind of, you know, spotty youth, you know, you know showing uh, this portfolio. And, um, you know, we hit it off from there, actually. And, and actually, it's a, a sort of, uh, a, a relationship sort of made in heaven really if i'm honest and um you know we both you know got on like a house on fire and uh after a few years of being designers she, you know she asked whether you know i wanted to become a kind of partner with her and and grow the business out and um and we've not looked back ever since really we've sort of just gone from strength to strength and um we were at that stage i guess um all things draw people in terms of you know, designers, we would, you know, do branding, we would do um, internal comms, we would do uh, campaign stuff. And actually, you know, we really, we really hit on the, the fact that, you know, it's the people that we really resonated with. And when we did brands, and when we created these brands for people and doing workshops and understanding what it meant for the, for the organizations to, that we work with, um, what it meant to work for that, for that particular place. Um, that was the really interesting thing for us and kind of galvanizing that and harnessing that. Well, at that, that initial stage, though, if, if we step back a little bit, yeah. that initial stage of throwing you in, that baptism of fire, as you, as you put it, that shows a lot of trust, doesn't it, in, in you? The spotty youth, as, as, <laughs> as uh, you immodestly called yourself, it, it, that's a lot of trust for someone to come straight from um, educational environment to, to this uh, um, very creative agency. Yeah, uh, I th- like I said, I think it was just one of those those meetings of minds. Really, I can't I can't put it any different than that. Than that, we hit it off, and you know, Carol trusted me, and and I trusted her, and 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 actually, you know, she had a lot of wisdom, and I had a lot of energy, and you know, we just we just bounced off each other, and we were only talking the other day about you know some of the deadlines and some of the things that you know we used to. You know, still be there at two o'clock in the morning. Not an idea between us, but you know, we would we would enjoy it. We would have fun, and then we would, you know, we would get there and we'd get the ideas done. We'd, you know, go home, have a shower at seven o'clock, get on the road again at you know 
eight o'clock, going for the meeting at nine and nine times out of 10, win it. And, and that was the kind of adrenaline rush. And I guess the, the, the excitement of it all at that time, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and, and that's really, you know, fostered this great relationship, you know, and I think respect for one another. Yes. Very, very important as well, isn't it? That, that sort of respect, otherwise nothing grows from it. No, exactly. And, um, you, you've got to have that respect. You've got to have that trust. And, you know, I think we've both kind of earned our stripes, you know, with each other, if you know what I mean. And, you know, really we're there for each other. And, and, and still to this day, you know, you know, we speak all the time about, you know, what we're doing, how we're doing it. And, you know, she trusts me, I trust her. Uh, and, and that's what it's all about, really. Now, the person who works at home uh, is called a homie. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So does that make you chief homie, <laughs> or, or at least co-chief homie? Uh, yes, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how, how would you actually describe your role then at, that, at the moment? Well, I, I sort of think I am in the fortunate enough position to have done every role within home apart from uh, the accounting. Oh, who wants to do that? Who <laughs> wants to do that, right? Uh, but, you know... Um, you know, I joined as a, as a junior designer. I've worked my way up, you know, through all levels of design. But, you know, we didn't have any account managers initially. Uh, so we would go to the meetings and do all that kind of uh, meeting with the clients and managing that. You know, I'm, I'm in that fortunate position to be able to empathize with every single one of our employees and, and kind of get what they're going through and understand that the pressures that they feel, I guess, can kind of glue all the bits together and make it all work and kind of, you know, make sure that people have that kind of line of sight and that empathy for one another. And I think that's really important that we, you know, we all get each other's pressures in our, in our, in our jobs and what we're you know, all trying to achieve and all trying to achieve it together. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I think it's an important point you're making there as well is that you have been through lots of different roles and levels i suppose if you want to talk in a hierarchical sense mm. within a business now there are many people who've done that throughout their career as well but have gone from business to business and perhaps from industry to industry you're mm. quite unique in in that your position is within one company and one industry you know that inside out that there's an extra level if you will um, of that understanding and uh, I think that's to your benefit would you say so I would agree yeah and, and actually you know you make an interesting point there where people chop and change from different organizations organization I think you know the thing that you know home has managed to do is just kind of keep uh, not reinventing itself but pe keep being progressive keep winning bigger and and not necessarily bigger but you know keep winning clients that really excite us and challenge us and that mm. is the bit that was all about. You know, we want to be excited. We want to be challenged. We want to be stimulated. You know, we've been very fortunate uh, to be able to win those clients that have, have, have enabled us to do that. Said it's not always about being the biggest. It's actually just having the biggest challenge that stimulates me and all my people as designers, but also as strategists. As It's a, you know, a real kind of um, testament to what we've done really over the years, I think, is to be able to, you know, pick and choose the sort of clients that, we want to go for and want to work with and those partnerships that we want to forge really. yeah let's talk about those clients a little bit so you having a look at your client logos on your website for instance mainly british but there's a lot of u.s companies in there as well yeah we made a decision so carol is uh, a great a great public speaker and does a lot of speaking you know around around the world actually and um 
there was too many conversations that she was having and uh, events that she was talking at in America where people would go, oh, your stuff is wicked. We did that here. And, you know, it would, it would fly in the, in the U.S. And mm-hmm. uh, we sort of sat down and, like I said, we talk all the time. And it was like, it's too much of a, it's just smacking us in the face. It's too much of a good opportunity to miss, really. So let's give it a go, you know, let's go and speak to them a bit more seriously about actually how we could potentially help them. I guess the U.S. Uh, idea was born, and, and off Carol went, you know, with a suitcase, and you know, started having more robust conversations with these people about, you know, what we could actually do for them. And um, you know, now, you know, the U.S. is a, is a big part of our business, uh, a considerable part of our business, and one that we really enjoy working with those people and um, those challenges. Again, you know, that's another one of those great challenges and milestones within home's existence of like, right, okay, well, we're going to, you know, try and do this and try and export. And what does that, you know, entail? And how do we do that? Do we open offices there? Do we export? How do we do that? You know, it's just keeping it all fresh, really, and those challenges, you know, front of mind, really. Well, did those challenges include any um, differences in uh, the approach to the creative side of things so obviously practical and logistical skills of working with with the different regions and different country but what about the creative side do they do things differently in america and were you able to understand and then meet those uh, new targets and new challenges i think there are quirks between different regions but you know people are people and we work obviously in employee experiences so it's all about trying to communicate with people, to be honest with people, to be real with people, uh, and to bring them on, you know, uh, I don't like to say the phrase, but the journey with you. And so, yes, there are challenges, but ultimately, you know, we're all kind of made up the same way, if you know what I mean, and we all want the same things. So um, slight quirks, but not not radically different. And so that kind of played into our hands, really. So the transferring of, of your knowledge was pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, and, and obviously, you know, we had to establish a way of working. You know, we were going to kind of export to the US, and we had to, we had to work out and prove that you know we could do do this. Um, but you know, the world's a small place nowadays, as we're finding out. You know, during mm-hmm. lockdown, that you know we can be wherever and, and and record sessions like this, or you know, speak to people, interview people, understand cultures, do kind of big workshops with with people and then bring that back and, you know, get our creative team who again have uh, a lot of, uh, of, of history with home and a lot of experience and you know, use all that experience to kind of, you know, go back with solutions and, you know, to their business challenges really. Well, I'm going to list just a few of the keywords behind homes offering, which are internal communications, culture, engagement, HR, creativity, CSR, you can tell this is a list, values, Mm -hmm. strategy, and planning. Is this a collection of its various skills over the years, or was it that from the get-go? This is a collection of skills that we've acquired, I guess, over over time. Like I've I've referred to at the beginning of this, you know, from the get-go, home is just a pure design agency. You know, Carol's a designer, I'm a designer. And it was just, you know, we did creative, we loved creative, and we did it for the joy of it and, you know, creating something beautiful for our clients. And, you know, when we were doing branding for people, it was those workshops where you got to meet 
the people that worked within these organizations and really harnessed what it was to work there that I think really stimulated us and really got us onto thinking about you know actually wouldn't it be really great to really foster this this energy that these people have working for this organization Mm. uh, into some of the larger organizations that we work with Um, and we've worked with Royal Mail you know and we're doing some internal comms with them you know we've been doing that for you know 20 25 26 years a real long time Uh, and so it was like how can we get this magic into an organization organization like this Uh, and that was where really where you know i think the idea came from was 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 that passion to really kind of energize you know workforces really yeah can we focus on the communication side of things for the moment so you you may not know what the landscape looked like in 1981 when when home yeah, uh, came to, came to fruition. But what did business communications look like in 1992 when you joined? I think if you had a newsletter, you were lucky. You know, uh, and, and, was it Gordon Gecko Land? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for for those who don't know, Wall Street, uh, Gordon Gecko's character on Wall Street, and uh, business communications could perhaps not have been as quite as flexible as they are these days. Yeah, absolutely, and it was just. You, know, you were just told this is what's happening and this is how it is and mm. you know, suck it up, you know, this, this is it. And it wasn't really, you know, now it's, we obviously talk a lot about kind of well-being and the experience and um, I think, you know, we, we, we try and drive great customer experience through great employee experiences. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, that is the nugget. Uh, uh, but before, I think people used to just really concentrate on the external marketing and actually, you know, just – attract more customers, more customers, more customers, big churn. You know, if, if they don't like it, well, they can go, we just attract more, we just attract more. Uh, and I think, you know, those days are, are, are long behind us now. And it's about, you know, retaining the market share that you've got and making sure your your customers are advocates for you. People are, are savvy to that now. You know, it's not just a great advertising campaign anymore. It's actually about the whole deal. You know, is the product good? Is the experience good? Does it work? You know what was it like, and 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 people buy from people. You know, um, yeah, and, and that's what it's all about. Oh, that, that's a really good point. There's a sense, that I suppose, that companies, uh, business, any businesses, I suppose, have a sense of self now that they may not have had in the early '90s or, or, or whatever, where we are some of our parts. Yeah, there's more inward looking at, at what the business can achieve if people are happy within that business. And, and then if employees are happy, then our customers will be happy. And that I don't know if that existed in the in the 80s and 90s as much as it does now. Uh, you know, I don't think it did, if I'm honest. And, um, well, it certainly, you know, wasn't very apparent to the way that people wanted to kind of communicate, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Now there's a, obviously a huge emphasis on, on, on people's well-being and the whole experience and that, that whole thing of, you know, a happy employee will deliver a great experience. And it filters through their work and then pass it on to the customer. Yeah. 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 So so do you think it, with all that in mind, do clients know what they want more now or do they come to you for ideas and has this changed over the years? That's a good point. I think, you know, back uh, in the early 90s, you know, people would be very prescriptive about what they wanted. Uh, we want this and we want that. You know, we want a brochure to say this or we want a – a recognition scheme to say say that you know mm. uh, or a newsletter or a, an internet banner or a few years ago oh we just want an app or well, what do you want it to do or well, i don't know we, we, we <laughs> all feel like we need one uh, uh, our thing has always been about 
understanding the problem. And, and so people may come and sort of say, look, yeah, you know, we think we need this. And, and we'll obviously take that on board, but we'll also, you know, say, look, you know, let's, let, let's do a little bit of kind of digging around. Let's do some research. Let's, let's talk to some people about uh, the challenges and where you are, the landscape, and then, and then try and find something that actually fits and will help and solve that, that, that challenge, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think people still come to us for, on a, let's say tactical level and say, Oh, you know, we want a recognition campaign. And, okay. You know, let's talk about that. But a lot of people come to us and sort of say, look, you know, we've, we're, we're sort of failing at this, or actually we will highlight that actually that something's not quite working through some of the immersions and some of the conversations that we've had from, you know, whether that's board level or down to the kind of workforce, the guy driving the van or, or mm-hmm. you know, sweeping the floor. You know, it's about speaking to a, the people, understanding the business, where it is, what it's trying to do, and then working out, you know, where things can, can, can be improved. Yeah, and you, you preempted a lot of uh, our current challenges, or the challenges of 2020, COVID-19, in getting your digital sofa sessions up and mm. running, haven't you? Can you tell us a bit more about those? We, we started the sofa sessions to sort of give people um, the knowledge uh, about, you know, um, being able to tackle some of these challenges that you know, we talked about a minute ago. And you need to try and bring it to the people and the world is a small place. Technology works in our favor. And so we, you know, we do these digital sofa sessions uh, for people today, you know, let's let's say an EVP, an employee value proposition. People sometimes just don't know where you know where to start or mm-hmm. how to have that conversation with you know senior leaders within an organisation. They sort of know they want to do it, but how do we go about it? What does what does it entail? How how do we how do we get this ball rolling? So, you know, we we want to be able to kind of help people. We want to be able to you know give them the tools to be able to have the conversations and maybe you know take things um, forward. On their own but if we can help out and, and and give them some advice or you know actually get involved with the project as well then then all great um but we've been doing them for years a few years actually and um they've been good they've been really good and people i'm pleased to say are really happy when they come and, and have given us some great feedback and i'm not saying you know we've got it perfect we're always trying to evolve it and try and um listen to you know, any thoughts that people may have but it's certainly going in the right direction and it's certainly helping people out there in the world you know doing what they're doing you know i think it's really nice actually it, there's, there's a real warmth to how home seems to market itself and and engage with even the people it doesn't know it's not you know not necessarily it, it could be lead generation if you, if you look at it from a business point of view but it's, it seems to be very much let us try to help you through this and and you know I've, I've looked at quite a few sites that that offer what you offer but not quite the same as the way you offer it i'll come to uh, the home toolkit for instance you put mm. together a little package there to, to help people to help businesses through this sort of thing We've, we felt passionate that we needed to be there uh, and actually communicate uh and help people in these difficult times uh, and so we put these toolkits together you know, as quickly as possible uh, and got them out and made them a reference point actually for people to be able to kind of take them through the next stage. And it was, it felt very reactive because we were in a reactive world at that point and yeah. things were changing very quickly. And so, you know, how were these HR managers and, 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 and people going to be able to communicate and how are they going to talk to their people? What were the challenges that, you know, everyone was facing? We're in a fortunate enough position to be able to, 
to, to speak to lots of organizations and have a little bit of insight into all of those. So, you know, we see that we've sort of got this special power to some degree of being able to kind of, you know, look at this organization, look at that organization, have these conversations and then kind of pull these pearls of wisdom together and kind of go, you're not alone. This is what's going on. And um, I think that is, is, is really, really powerful. And actually, you know, we felt that compelled to do it, you know, and, you know, people have written and just said, you know, your toolkits have been great, you know, it's really helped. Uh, and we've had such great feedback from it. And like you said, it's, it, it's about, you know, being there and trying to be, you know, open and honest and true. Uh, and it's the long game, you know, it's, you know, if we can help mm. somebody and you reap what you sow. Let's talk a little bit more about you now, a little bit, I'll put you on the spot. Okay, so you started out in graphic design. So are you an accidental managing director or did you find your true calling quite early in your professional career? I think you could say I'm an accidental managing director. <laughs> you know, I went to Farmer School of Art and Design and thoroughly enjoyed my time there and and, and what a wonderful place that is. And, um, you know, joined up with Home and Carol many years ago and just loved being on the boards as it were those days and um really enjoyed that challenge really enjoyed you know meeting people talking to people and creating and that kind of whole buzz and vibe but then you know there's the account management side to it there was the other bits to it and so just as you evolve and other people come into the organization i think you just you know for me anyway of naturally to just take that kind of leadership role to some degree and how how tough was that martin so when people started to enter the business and then and then they were looking to you mm. um how did that feel well it's, it's obviously a, a challenge and there's a responsibility but uh, you know i relished it actually and um i don't think i'm ever one for you know sitting back i'm, I'm definitely always near the front of the queue if you know what i mean in terms of trying to be involved and and sort things out or kind of you know try and steer and i'm not you know shy with my views if you know what i mean and i enjoyed it actually i enjoy working with people and again going back to staying within home for so long it's about the people it's always been about the people and it's always been about the work and you know if we can do great work and if i surround myself with great people then you know i've got no appetite to go anywhere else really you know it's so did the the leadership responsibilities start to overtake your your creative daily life uh, quite quickly or was it a very gradual process and and just as a, an added question on that one is how much do you contribute creatively now 28 yeah. years on it was a gradual process and that was okay it was quite challenging obviously to you know to flip between the two uh, and, and sort of manage people but then also you know being doing you know, all the creative and being responsible for that and, you know, making sure that we went to the meetings and delivered it and, you know, do, you know, all things. But um, now, obviously, I've got a great team. We've got a great team of, you know, strategists. We've got a great team of creative people. We've got great account managers. We've got, you know, uh, great people surrounding us. And so now I... I guess rarely get involved. It's more kind of just you know working on home and making sure you know we 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 deliver mm. what we promise to our clients. If you know what I mean, and, driving know, the business, yeah. yeah, making sure it's it's you know it's healthy. It's you know, we're doing things the right way. You know, 
forward planning and, and that. So that's the one thing that is difficult. You know, I will get involved and I'm fortunate enough to kind of be able to just sit in a room and, 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 and just listen in or be involved with a brainstorm or talk about raw mail that, you know, I've worked with and, and have experience of for, you know, 20 plus years. So, you know, um, talk about how that business has changed and, you know, help, you know, some of our kind of creative thinking there. I can dip in and out, but if I'm honest, it's kind of, it's becoming more rare, which um, I guess, you know, do I do I struggle with that? You know, there's parts of me that when I oh, wish I could sort of be back there doing it, but then, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm more than happy to be doing what I'm doing now, if you know what I mean, and, and actually getting the satisfaction from what we achieve as a collective yeah. and not, I guess, you know, I guess selfishly sometimes when you're a designer, it's like, Oh yeah, no, this has gone really well. Or, you know, that's gone, that's gone great. And the clients really love that. Uh, and you sort of feel that benefit. I feel, I feel the reward now from, a, from every single one, if you know what I mean, every single person and what they've done and how they achieve it and the wins we win together. So do you stay up to speed on, on the on the new tools on, on the, the graphic design side of things? Or, or are they do you feel uh oh, I've got old, you know, I don't know how all these new Photoshop tools are looking these days. I I mean, um <laughs> in the last twelve weeks I've had to do a lot more myself, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. from my shepherd's hut at the bottom of the garden. And um I've got to say I'm a bit rusty. Yeah. <laughs> It happens, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and because they're evolving all the time, and, and you know they do such amazing things now, and it's just, yeah. oh my god, this is incredible. But no, if I'm honest, uh, I can't stay abreast of it, and um, I'm getting a bit ring rusty. Yeah, it's got to be said. <laughs> all right, so we're we're coming to a close. Half an hour's uh, almost up. So I, I like to ask at this point what advice you would have for young people listening in who are looking to perhaps in in, in this case enter the world of internal communications i mean i think you've got to be you've got to really follow your gut you know for us you know you know home we sort of followed our gut and about seeing something that we were passionate about in terms of galvanizing people within a, an organization and like i said it, back in the early 90s you know employee experience was just well it was not even wasn't even a phrase you know it was just internal comms and you know just communicate that but we felt really passionate about you know galvanizing those people and, and speaking to people as people and bringing them uh, along with the business and connecting them to it and it, you know we were kind of pioneers really and, and we, we we drew a line in the sand and went you know what this is what we're going to do and this is what we're really passionate about and that's what we, we did from that day on you know and 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 have really everything all our kind of our decisions have been about enhancing that and making that the best it can be and not watering ourselves down of going well we could do employee experience or internal comms but we could also do a bit of this or we could also do a bit of that yeah, i think stay flexible you know, yeah yeah you, 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 you people want to buy experts now you know and that's what we did and you know thankfully you know it's paid off and um but it, it's about you know gut and what you're passionate about i think I'm glad you said that. I, th I think uh, instinct has almost become a dirty word. I think for for some, that relying on your instinct is is not as good as showing us some evidence of what yeah. the the landscape will look like. Well, experience. Uh, anyone with great experience is able to to provide success uh, on a foundation of instinct more often than people who are inexperienced. 
I think so anyway. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, let's take America, as we talked about earlier, as an example. You know, if you would have done a balance sheet and worked it out, it would have gone, it doesn't make any sense, you know, (laughs) just invest so much money into this to try and kick it off. But instinct and gut told us that actually this was the right thing to do. And we've got to, you know, go forth and, and, and give it a go at least, you know, and, you know, if it doesn't work, then well, doesn't work but you know there's a lot of instinct and, and intuition and listening to what people say and then having the conviction to go forth and go well you know what i'm gonna the door's half open let's go and walk through it and and, and see what we can see what we can find yeah will you have a birthday coming up soon how old will he be oh i can't divulge that sure. <laughs> old enough old uh, enough you've already told me you're, you're a keen surfer so are you able yeah. to get back out on the water for your birthday at least well, I'm hoping so. Yes, now that obviously we can travel a bit more uh, and um, visit the beach. I haven't visited the beach since I don't know mid February, so I am I am craving it. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm hoping so. Yes, I'm hoping that um, middle end of July I'll be able to get myself down there. So yeah, and of course, home will celebrate a big birthday next year. Any celebrations planned? Yeah, we're not shy of a party. Um, so uh, we haven't we haven't you know forged any plans yet, but I'm sure it will be um, it will be a raucous affair. It will yeah, be yeah. it will be good, and you're obviously invited. Oh, thank you very much. That's really nice of you. Well, how do people get in touch with you, Martin? Well, uh, obviously, um, there's email which uh, they can get me on, uh, and LinkedIn. You can just you know find me on LinkedIn. Yeah, just drop me a bell. Uh, give us a call but numbers you know, obviously on the website and stuff um so so yeah yeah please please hook up with me on linkedin and stuff like that yeah fantastic and thanks again for joining me martin thank you that was martin knight and you can find him online on linkedin and the company website is this is If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on your favourite podcast platform or simply share it with a friend or colleague. Take a look at my own website at seanwestern.co.uk for more information about me. In the meantime, stay tuned. There's more to come.